Hi, it's Dr. David Stanton, Headmaster at Oakdale Academy, and welcome to this episode of Paideia Ponderings. Wanted to spend just a, a couple of minutes as we continue to get ready for the Christmas season uh, talking about um, just some important things to consider as we go through and, and like to uh, pay special thanks to Bill Federer. Uh, Bill runs a, uh, a blog post called The American Minute. I encourage you to, to go to AmericanMinute.com and, and sign up for this uh, free daily email about some of the important aspects and important things that have happened in American and, and in world history. And so I want to summarize an article that, that he wrote and sent out a, a few days ago uh, on uh, St. Nicholas. And uh, St. Nicholas um, very famous, is, is certainly is known as um, Santa Claus today, but uh, in, tr in truth, St. Nicholas was um, a bishop early on. Um, some people say born around the year 280 um, to an elderly couple in, in what is now Turkey. And uh, most legends call uh, for the, the continuation of the story that uh, Nicholas inherited their wealth when his parents died in a plague, and he gave generously, generously to the poor. And uh, during this uh, the period of a monastic movement that was coming on, um, Nicholas continued to uh, give to the poor. And there's always the development then during that time of money for, for dowries during marriages. And uh, as plagues were ravaging different parts of Europe and Asia Minor uh, throughout the early centuries AD, uh, many people did not have money for a dowry so that there would not be a legally recognized wedding. Well, Nicholas heard of this dilemma from a specific merchant. And late one night, the legend continues, he threw a bag of money in the window for the oldest daughter's dowry. And apparently, as the legend lovely continues, uh, the bag of money landed in a shoe or a stocking that was drying by the fireplace. And of course, from there, we get our tradition to, to hang our stockings by the fireplace, uh, by the chimney with care. Well, it was, it was certainly the talk of town um, that the first daughter was able to get married. So Nicholas went back and threw another bag of money in the window so the second daughter um, could get married. Um, when the merchant figured out what was at least provided to go on, he, he waited up expectantly for his third daughter and uh, Nicholas threw that money in and the father ran outside as uh, the story tells us and caught him. Uh, but Nicholas made the father promise uh, not to tell where the money came from. He wanted the credit to go to God alone. And so there's where, of course, we get the idea of midnight gift giving, stockings by the fireplace. And uh, we, we honor uh, Nicholas on the death, uh, or on the anniversary rather of his death, uh, December 6th, 343. AD. Um, and what's what's interesting is uh, these these three bags of money that Nicholas threw into the house are remembered by the the three gold balls that are hung outside pawnbrokers' shops. Still, uh, they they present themselves as rescuing families uh, during a time of financial need. And uh, Nicholas uh, had given away all of his money as, as he as he continued uh, in his ministry and decided to go on a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. Uh, to join a monastery, and uh, before making his final vows, um, he was spoken to by the Lord, who told him to not, uh, not to hide his light under a bushel. 
So he went back to Asia Minor, um, visiting Nazareth and, and Jesus' birthplace. And uh, even from uh, there, uh, we're, we're told from Mark Twain in his book, Innocence Abroad in 1869, about the Church of Nativity, the very spot uh, where uh, the first Merry Christmas was uttered in all the world. Twain continues, and from whence the friend of my childhood, Santa Claus, departed on his first journey to gladden and continue to gladden roaring firesides and wintry mornings in many a distant land forever and ever, is what Twain tells us about the importance of, of this part of Nicholas' legend. Well, he goes back to Asia Minor and to a Mediterranean port called Myra. Uh, the bishop there had, had just died and they could not choose a, a bishop, so the next day they named Nicholas to be their next bishop. And Nicholas continued to, to serve uh, as bishop of Myra, or Myra um, but soon after was arrested uh, under one of the brutal persecutions by the Roman emperor Diocletian. Um, and Nicholas continued to um, minister still and uh, it was it's this super important time where he said as a um, as a time to minister still to uh, those in prison. He was not let out of prison until the reign of Constantine, the emperor who famously made Christianity a legal and ultimately the preferred religion. Uh, but Nicholas didn't stop after that. He continued to preach against uh, unwanted idols and the worship of pagan gods against divination, against human sacrifice. Uh, at the time, it was sadly popular to expose unwanted infants, uh, their equivalent of abortion. And uh, he, he continued to do that. Well, Santa Claus or St. Nicholas is also so well known, um, though not, not to the level of perhaps his giving gifts to the poor, uh, as one who battled against the one of the first major heresies in church history, the Arian uh, heresy, where Arius, the, the leader of this, said that Jesus was not uh, was less than God because he was a created being. Uh, he was created by God, uh, the Arian heresy goes. And so Constantine ordered all the bishops to come together to Nicaea. Of course, that is where we get the Nicene Creed that churches uh, in many places continue to uh, recite uh, during worship services. Um, the tradition is St. Nicholas attended this Council of Nicaea and in a very un-Santa-like um, way, he was so upset at Arius that he slapped him across the face. Uh, he was one that would not um, be afraid to stand up for what he knew was truth. And so as we celebrate um, Nicholas and uh, all that he uh, was stood for and all that he supported, the, the importance of standing up for the truth, the importance of giving to the poor and giving the credit to God. I hope the story of Nicholas, and again, thank you to Bill Federer and the American Minute, let me summarize much of his research. Um, the importance of people, heroes of our faith, to look to uh, for inspiration, but most importantly, those heroes that continue to point us back to the Lord and to Jesus specifically, whom we look to welcome as we come closer and closer to Christmas.
So hopefully a little bit of a, a nice education for us on, on St. Nicholas and on the importance that he played in church history and in many of the traditions surrounding Christmas. Hope you enjoy and Merry Christmas to you all.